Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I just always assumed that was like a record. I didn't know you guys did that live every time. That was cool. <laughs> cool to hear you say, uh, Netflix podcast. That's the yeah. joke you've been planning. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing that bit for like three days straight. Our guest this week... Maddie's younger brother, Dan Bogdanow. Welcome. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to be here. Yeah, family, Big fan. Fan yeah. of the pod. <laughs> you said you wanted to just get the first word no matter what. Oh, well, I just did that whole the bit. Joke. The thing where I pretended you guys did the theme song oh, and live. that had to be the first yeah. word. Yeah, because <laughs> it came right after you said a Netflix podcast. And then I was pretending you had just said that in the room. <laughs> Dan's been soliciting former guests for advice. Yeah, shout about. out to, to Scott and Doug for some good advice. I would, yeah. He's been prepared. He has yeah. notes that he was like brushing up. And yeah. I think he's going to do a couple bits. He's decided whether he's going to do a character. He's wearing a, yeah. he's wearing a sport jacket right yeah. now, but I don't know if that's because he's... Yeah, no, that's just, it's for the pod. Just excited to be here in Los Angeles, California. For people that don't know both of you, yeah. as long as I've known you, like, no one quite realizes how different you guys used to be. So I have a question for you. My first question, Mr. Bogdanow, Danny Bogdanow, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, you gotta be would specific. be, at what point did you look at your older brother and start to say, oh... I actually do understand his taste. He's got pretty good taste. <laughs> no, that's it's a great question. I think it was in college. I needed to like start sounding cool by saying like what bands I liked. And it, it just when I kept saying Counting Crows, it was just so dorky when everyone's like, "Who's your favorite band?" It's like Counting Crows. I like Coldplay. You know, it, it probably started with him just you know sending his his yearly mixes of good music, and then it was like, "Oh, the Nashville." I think, I've heard of the Nashville. Yeah, I think it was MGMT was the big yeah. crossover hit. Because they reached from like the bizarre like indie rock world to like the college party. Interesting. I always knew that you guys were separate like on musically, but even so, you're were you guys always on the same page like pop culture. I mean, when we were kids, we used to watch the Monkeys together. Yeah, but then you guys got into comics, and and I just couldn't do the whole comics thing. Oh yeah, you never really. Have you guys talked about comic tents? I'm glad you're calling them comics now and not silly pamphlets, like which is what you (laughs) call them. I've never forgotten. That's probably the most trollish thing i've ever heard anyone's like misrepresenting what comic books are like just to <laughs> did i do this you did it oh. in your uh, bachelor party to- uh, no the wedding speech uh, you yeah. called them silly pamphlets yeah i mean that sounds about right <laughs> you guys like were into comics out. like they're handed out huh you guys were into comics like before they were cool to be into comics yes and now you know we're in like a backlash to backlash to comics have I you think. not read a comic uh i read mouse oh it, you know hold oh. on you had a so <laughs> A few years ago, when I started buying the Ultimate Spider-Man trade paperbacks, oh, one day after you had gone to visit mom and dad, you were like, I had been leaving them like on the little bed stool in the guest room. <laughs> and you remember this? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, those Ultimate Spider-Man things are like pretty good. And they're I was pretty like, good, I yeah. know. Because they're kind of stories, but there's you know, visuals too. And for people that don't know, Mouse yeah. is a graphic novel, adult, about the... Uh, Holocaust. Yes. yes. The anthropomorphic symbolism. Yeah. It's like the animal farm comics yeah. for holocaust 
but you like also uh, a lot of comedy to be mined from that one. Well, yeah, no, but I'm gonna say so. Then you go from there to Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah, well, that was <laughs> like, like, a, like no, you're. It was like, like a 15 respect. year difference between probably Mouse and right. then seeing Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, I still I like your comics. You were probably my favorite, you know, Spoofy graphic and Spiffy. designer. We have not up. talked yeah. about Spoofy and Spiffy on the podcast. No, no. Your, your style of drawing is, is the best. I still like that's what I picture when I think of, you know, comics and cool animation. <laughs> Danny B, so yeah. good to have you I here, know. man. I feel like Kara should be here. And shout out to Alyssa and Kara as well. Yeah, oh, right the lost, know. the forgotten siblings. Yeah. The Lexington backyard gang. I'm going to be doing a lot of shout outs throughout the pod. <laughs> shout out to my Hamilton family. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, well, you are one of the rare guests who is on the show, not only knows about the American Beauty bag, but knows that it was retired. Yes. And so you know what's coming next. Now you have a, a Pulp Fiction plastic bag. We d- <laughs> um, It's a suitcase. It's this suitcase. That's the real thing. And so if you... Uh, it's oh, on loan from You should do Rock your Hollywood. next... For your next one, you should do the, the head in the box. You should say what's in the box. Oh my God, the it, seven box? Yeah. That's really good, actually. That wasn't even one of my notes. I actually just just thought of that when I saw. We should the the next. Okay, for our for next year, we'll do the seven cardboard box, just with questions instead of a severed head. And you just say what's in the box. Yeah, flows pretty well. That's actually. Yeah, I'm into it. Are most of your guests as confused? I like. I just didn't know you actually had a suitcase. I always thought it was someone doing a bit, but there's a real suitcase here. Thank you. Um, Okay, the question says. What's the best crowd theater experience you've ever had at the movies? Hmm. Um, I decided going into this that, like, I didn't really want to be put on the spot with questions, so I was just going to answer different questions. Why? Because you just don't... <laughs> Yeah, I just don't like thinking of, you know, like, oh, tell me about a time. Like, it feels like an interview. So, so I'm going to do, like... Answers. You're wearing a sport coat. <laughs> it feels like So I'm just going to pretend interview. you asked, you know, like, what's the most, like, rewatchable sitcom... Probably like what's the most rewatchable sitcom? <laughs> We're really doing this. You're, you're really just overruling. Yeah, our... I think so. I mean, like great uh, crowd. Yeah, I mean that, that's more fun. I think we should all talk about it. Okay. Maybe we talk about our own most rewatchable sitcom. Most rewatchable sitcom. Um, I don't even have an answer necessarily, but I want I want to talk about Office vs. Parks because I feel like that's become you know my Twitter fam has been fighting about that a lot. Sure. Um, I want. Like, I don't know if you knew. Like first, it was a British office. Like it was kind of like underground. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Uh, but then... So wait, what are we, are we debating Parks and Rec versus the British office? <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure people know I know about the British <laughs> office. It like, gives me some street cred. Yep. Uh, but I want to talk about Parks versus the office. Yeah. I think office is the obvious answer. Like, of course, it's the office. Maybe, you know, might be the most fun. I have a better question. I'm going to yeah. overrule your question. <laughs> okay. My question be is... Be careful, because I'm about to overrule whatever you ask. My yeah. question is a good one. My question is about TV... What TV show do you think gives you the most street cred? Amongst other people. Have you ever heard of the um, the critically acclaimed HBO program, The Wire? Oh, um, yeah. Okay, so, do you know about this? But, and that's, I think a little, too many people have seen that, so yeah. can you go Wait, wait do you know about it, though? It was, so it was about, it was about, like, Baltimore, and there's, like, five <laughs> different seasons, and, like, it's very critically acclaimed, and, you know, everyone loves it, like, I don't know if you, Is do you know about answer? it? I do know yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a great program. Um, that's your answer? Yeah, I mean, because most people don't know about it, you know. It's The Wire. It never won awards or anything, but, like, you know, kind of us with, with, TV knowledge kind of know about it. That's true. Um, I'm going to override your question. Okay. I want to know, what is your guilty pleasure? <laughs> TV show or what? Just in general? <laughs> Just in general. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, probably the band Sugar Ray. Uh. That's a strong answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where are we? Do you like The Unclear. Office or Parks? We know that... I, I don't like both. Parks. It's like, I don't you know, like... I don't, yeah, I I don't I thought like you'd Parks. say that. I just don't have enough... Uh, 
I've never seen the one. I've never seen mm. the episode. That's that. why the show's so good because it's not about the episode. It's just every episode is great. The cast is so good. But like, what am I missing? Is that it? That's just there's it? cool animation. The, the, the final season there's amazing like graphic. Have you heard, you know about these iPads? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Buckle up, everybody. Uh, uh, we, yes. want, we want to talk about what you what you did on Parks. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Grizzle. Grizzle.com yeah. hired Alex. It was yeah, that was one of the cooler things. It was my first job post uh ESPN getting to do the futuristic tablet design for the The Park season took place three years in the future and they had like these cool <laughs> iPad tablets that were three D and you could play around with and Alex created them pretty much. <sighs> <laughs> So let me yet. let me curate this Parks and Rec uh, <laughs> office debate because yeah. I'm on the outside. Yeah, what? Where are the lines drawn? If you're going to make a point counterpoint, where does it start and end? The Office at its peak was the best. Seasons two and three of The Office, you cannot beat those. You pick any episode. There's Prison Mike. I mean, there's there's incredible <laughs> episodes. You love Prison Mike. I love. Yeah. I, I've been recently watching season two, and it is it, it's every it's the most rewatchable. Yeah. But if you decide to, we just started Parks from the beginning a few months ago, just again. And when you watch episode by episode, not picking a random one. Everyone makes you feel good. They're 21 minutes long. You laugh. You know, you maybe feel some emotions. So you're saying it's like the Craig Biggio? It's all a like compiler? Just compiling yeah, stats? Yeah, just compile stats. Not like any single It had no up. down years. It had no down. It had very few down episodes. It's it's probably mm. the most consistent show Do we have to TV. explain what the Craig Biggio thing means? Uh, well, who listens to this? Just Doug and Scott or other people <laughs> do as well? We have a couple, yeah. a lot of non-sports fans. Okay. Craig Biggio had a long career. Oh, this and for Izzy. Shout eventually Izzy. hit the milestone of three thousand career hits. Baseball, yeah, in baseball. But by the end, it, it was he he was over the over the hill. Yeah. But he still managed to get the milestone slowly but surely, as opposed to say. And he was elected to the Hall of Fame. And he made it to the Hall of Fame. But right? no yeah. one's going to be bouncing uh, Danny's new baby on our knees saying. Remember, we got to watch Craig Vigio play. Yeah, my dad will do that. I will. He yeah. was great. He also had a great peak, so I actually don't think he's the best. Yeah. Well, Park had a great peak too. Let's just let's not yeah. like pretend Parks is just a you know. I think I kind of like uh, form an opinion on, on on pop culture, and I kind of want to like keep that opinion. Okay. So, mm. Like I don't want to be convinced. Yeah, it's good to be close minded. <laughs> what you, you like dramas a lot, right? You like hour long. I do, I do. The Breaking Bad type of shows. Yeah, that show The Wire that, that I... Critically acclaimed program. Yeah, Have you seen Mad Men? I've heard that that's yes. good. <laughs> I'd like to talk about Matt's, Matt's taste a little bit, though, because Matt doesn't like shows like Breaking Bad. Um, I've, I've <laughs> recommended all the obvious shows to recommend to Matt. Yeah. Mad Men, Breaking Bad, yeah. um, it, you know, any of the big ones. Yeah, well, here's my street cred is Freaks and Geeks, which, to me, that's yeah. even more street cred than The Wire, because I feel like... My Wire thing was a bit, you know. I just had to get in critically acclaimed. People are doing a drinking game every time it's I say critically acclaimed The Wire. <laughs> Um, the wire is great, of course. I have but, a beer. I'll have a drink. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're in a, we're in an era of peak TV right now. Aren't the- we post peak? Ooh, post post peak. There are too many good shows. Too much TV that's that we hashtag. can't keep up. Like there used to be a time TV. where you could sort of watch everything. Yeah. And now you have to just wait years sometimes. It, it actually stresses me out. In in April, my DVR maybe this month. Yeah. So my DVR yep. is now getting like all these. You know, the leftovers is back. Fargo's back. Veep, Silicon, pretty much all the good shows are back on TV in April. Mm-hmm. I'm already stressed about thinking about having too many shows. You don't have that much time to watch TV. And we alluded this before the pod, but you listen to podcasts on double speed, or at least 1.5 speed. Double speed. Not to save time, just because you think people talk too slow in general. You can't do that with a TV show. Oh, and also, if there's any haters out there that think I'm talking too fast, just go half speed, because that's <laughs> another option. So you can do half speed if you want. We should invent an app that makes <laughs> Alex go double speed and Dan go half speed. <laughs> 
Um, I think you might have talked about this, but I really wish I could watch TV shows on 1.5 speed. I think it'd be a lot easier to do. You could watch a you know show in 14 minutes if it's a comedy or good math. 30 good minutes. Quick math. Thank you. About 30 minutes if it's a long. Do pi. Do pi. Like 3.14, 1.5. <laughs> Nine two six five three five eight nine seven nine three two three eight four six two six four three three eight three two seven nine five oh two eight eight four one nine seven one six nine three nine nine three. We were at a bar trivia where Maddie was like last man standing. <laughs> Every team had to submit one person to, to recite as many digits as pi as possible. Last man standing. Oh boy. Last yeah. man standing. But in a circle. So did they know say, what the contest was when you sent someone up? Like it was, yeah, it was we the had ten minutes to prepare, and it was the most stressful ten minutes of my year. You did it? Yeah. All right. How'd it go? Uh, I w- out of about 20 people, I was the third to last person standing. Okay. And on my last round, I just guessed because I had made it past. One out of 10 chance. Yeah. And I got it right once. Wow. And then I guessed again and I was wrong. Ooh. So, How far are we talking? Pretty far. 20 digits or oh. 30 digits. I don't know. <laughs> pretty, pretty far. 20 digits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> to memorize. That's cool. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. To go from 3.14 to. That's impressive. You know, anyways, but I didn't win. Yeah. We that's needed pretty you. good. Yeah. Um, fun times. Yeah. Should we get into this queue? Let's do it. I think he set the stage. He's got too much shit in his yeah. queue yeah. to watch. The first movie in here is The Princess Bride. I put The Princess Bride in there because whenever I, I see it in the corner, it looks like it says The Princess Uncle. And now I don't, I don't know if it's a thing, but if you look at it, and maybe we'll put it on Instagram for people. He's right. It looks like it says Princess Uncle. It does look like it says that. Um, Alex, take a look. I just want to see if you if you see it as well. Maybe we'll, th- maybe yeah. we'll throw it on the Twitter. <laughs> it looks like it does. So I don't actually want to see it. I just can't believe that it looks like Princess Uncle, and I don't know if anyone's noticed that. This seems like a movie that you would pretend I saw with, to have seen and not have seen. No, there's some other ones there okay. that are that kind of movie. <laughs> this one I saw because... Oh, you probably love, This is like an Alex type of movie, I think. This is an everybody Yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, it was good. I liked it. I saw it when I was supposed to. Saw it about the right time I was supposed to. I thought it was good. I don't ride or die. What, sure is what is that time? What is that time? What is that time? I like the guy from Saw. Um, I saw it probably 10 years ago or so. So that what age would that have put you at? Uh, I, I don't like to age myself. Uh, <laughs> early, early 20s. <laughs> I think that might be a little on the late side. Yeah, I don't, have any, I don't have any hot takes on Princess Bride. My only mm. hot take was the Princess Uncle thing. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. All right, add it to the yeah, list. See, everything on here has a hot take coming. No, no definitely not. Uh, I think they might. You can, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we get... Good. All right. The best part is when you uncover his plot. <laughs> Just expose it. <laughs> That's basically your dynamic. It's like Dan's just moving fast to keep you on your toes, and you're like trying to figure out what the how to connect the dots. So, the next movie you have in here is Boyhood. <laughs> Why is Boyhood in here? <laughs> the reason I'm, I haven't seen it, but it's supposed to be cool. <laughs> because. They got 18 different actors at the same time. <laughs> they got 18 different actors at the same time. <laughs> they got one year old. And they filmed it in like a one week span, like I think two years ago. And they had 18 different actors. <laughs> Look, that's, that's your take. Yeah. Your take is it was 18 different actors playing him at every year of his life. Yeah, and, and they, they filmed, filmed the whole thing in like, in a, a, in like a one. Because everyone was like, it's an, it's an amazing movie. Like the director, like what he did to make this movie. Groundbreaking. Groundbreaking. And it, yeah, and I think it's because there was 18 different people doing you know one for each year, and they just did it so quickly. So I don't have any interest in seeing that movie. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're literally crying. So there's a reason for everything on this queue, clearly. And uh, some of the TV shows, there's not a reason. Some of the TV shows, it's just because sure, I Sure, the next like TV, the TV show, show is Parks and Rec. Yeah. We've already talked about it. Yeah. Then you have a movie that came out last year called Paradox. Yeah. Why is this on here? <laughs> Who's in it? 
I don't know. I just love paradoxes in general. <laughs> um, prisoner's Dilemma. Give me a good Prisoner's Dilemma every day. Mm. Um, the Monty Hall problem. Is a Catch-22 a paradox? Uh, yeah, it can be a paradox. I like the liar's paradox, where someone just says, everything I say is a lie. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, that gets trippy. Yeah. You know, you just start doing circles. Um, the, the Prisoner's Dilemma was made most famous kind of... In, in media by Dark Knight. You know, they have an actual prisoner's dilemma. Yeah. In grad school, I actually wrote a paper on why that was the prisoner's dilemma and kind of mapped it all out with the two boats deciding whether to kind of blow up. Yeah. And uh, so that was kind of a joke because I saw the word paradox, but also if we end up going like a sci-fi route, that could be the type of movie to watch. I don't know if it's supposed to be good or not, but I like sci-fi. Yeah, I've never heard of it. it came out last year. You like sci-fi? I like Lost. Okay, well, yeah, Lost yeah. is the next thing on here. Yeah. Um... um the next movie you have is Finding Dory. Oh, Finding Dory, is, I genuinely put that on my queue because now that I have a queue, I want to remember movies to watch. So that's because of yeah. my daughter. I actually couldn't believe, you guys mentioned it on the last episode. I've brought it up on several episodes, well, I think. You brought, yeah, you brought it up recently that it was in someone's queue, and I thought it, it was a mistake because like, I didn't think there was any way that Finding Dory was actually already on Netflix. Oh, it came out last year. Yeah. Netflix it gives the people what they want. Yeah, they really do. Um, so that's genuinely on the queue for me to watch at home sometime, not with mm. you guys. <laughs> Um, but I'm impressed that Netflix got that so quickly. It came out last year and it's already out. Uh, just, you know, good get by Netflix. Um, should we say that you and I are both Netflix shareholders or, um, are you not a Netflix shareholder? I'm not. I didn't get in at okay. the right time. Mm. I got in at the right time. I, uh, invested in Time Warner cause I preferred HBO. It was a better, Ooh. better, uh, value. Was that before or after the Time Warner cable split? After that. Yeah. Okay. Get you didn't invest in Time get Warner cable, right? Get okay. rid of them. Get well, rid of them. you ever lived in Manhattan? Just don't talk about Time Warner Cable. <laughs> I was on the phone with Time Warner for, I don't know, a half hour trying to get them to explain to me what the hell Spectrum is. And No, that's just rebranding. I know. Yeah. That's what I was saying to them. <laughs> and they were like, well, it's a, it's a different service with different... And I was like, okay, but it's still you guys, right? She's like, well, you, your service will remain the same high quality. And I'm like, okay, you're charging me a different price and calling it a different name. Yes. But who is Spectrum? Like, you guys are Spectrum, well, right? Well, it's actually like when Netflix... Do you guys ever talk about when they, when they had that awful month where they split off between... Is it oh called yeah, Qu- Quickster. What was it called? Flickster. Flickster. No, I think that's like where you share like pictures. It was it was two different Netflixes, and mm. one was just Hitflix. Hit Hitfix. That's where Alan Sepinwall used to write. Oh. Uprocks yep. took over that one though. Um, it was lost. when you, one of them was when you sent net, you know DVDs to your home. They split that right. off from the streaming service. Right. Um, it was ill advised. Huge faux pas. Yeah. It was a huge faux pas. They quickly fixed that one. The Giver by Lois Lowry. Yeah, is this well, on here because you like the book. Yeah, but like the that's giving a, tree. That's a genuine. That was one that of my favorite books. I think that's my, maybe my favorite ever children's book, mm, The Giver. Yeah, probably read. I don't know, fifth or sixth grade. Um, it was great at the time. Kind of stuck with me. I reread it last year um, because I had the book and reread it. That's the one with the giant and peach. You can right? read it. Yeah, that's the giant peach. And you can read it in like you know three hours probably. Yeah. Um, the movie's supposed to be bad, but it's also kind of nostalgic. I don't know. Does it, did, did it look like it's any good? Is it, what kind of star is we looking at? Um, I don't think we can watch The Giver. It would just be too embarrassing. But it's at least, you know, someday I'd like to watch that movie. I mean, it has an actress that I've heard really good things about named Meryl Streep. Okay. People like, seem to like her. There's a meme going around now of Meryl Streep at the Oscars, and she's like... This, like by yelling. the time this episode comes out, yeah. nobody will remember that meme. It's true. I want to know what the meme is. It's nothing. It's just her yelling. It's right? her yelling. And it just it just came out, you know, recently, even though the Oscars were a month or two ago. Uh, you've seen Ocean's 12. I saw Ocean's 12. You just want to see a, it again? I have a big issue with it. So, I, I love Ocean's 11. If, if when I picked out a card in the suitcase and said, you know, 
what's one of your like, most rewatchable movies? Which one is your favorite movies? Oceans movie? Which is your favorite Oceans? I love Ocean's Eleven. In the theater, you love it? I love Ocean's Eleven. I think, yeah, any point in that you can just You can watch it. it. And it's on TV all the time. I'll, I'll turn it on all the time. It's great. Ocean's 12 has one of the most egregious plots that's ever been <laughs> it's on good for the ten, The first 10 minutes is good. There's a part in Ocean's 12 where j- the character that Julia Roberts is playing is mistaken for Julia Roberts because she looks like the actress Julia Roberts. And like that's part of their scheme is that this woman looks like the famous actress Julia Roberts. You're, you can't do that in a movie. That's cheating. The, the suspension of disbelief is completely gone now. Every movie could do that. You, you, Every movie should do that. Yeah. Every, <laughs> Every movie no. should have people coming up to the main character going like, you look just like Matt Damon. We should find someone that's seen that and thinks that that was a successful part of that mm. movie. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah. Um, um, how do you feel about the reboot, but I like, the all-female reboot that's coming up? Uh, uh, don't get me started on all-female reboots. I love them. <laughs> Ghostbusters. I thought Ghostbusters was pretty good. Did you not? <laughs> it is impossible to detect <laughs> your sarcasm at this point. You love the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? To be fair, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. No movie that, that it's that loved has sort of been totally re- yeah, right. rebooted. Yeah, if to you're this, gonna re- to if you're gonna remake a movie, remake a shitty movie that nobody liked. Yeah, let's see. An all I like Ocean's cast Thirteen. Of the Wire. Back to Ocean's oh. Wire. That I would watch. Oh, that could be good. <laughs> and then the males would play the females, yes. or just yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, what is Sing Street? As I mentioned, I'd be confused with Wing Street, which is Pizza Hut's. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I love I, I I might be the I might be the only person that loves Wing Street, but every time I see Wing Street, yeah. and literally it's you go to a Pizza Hut, yeah. and on the signs it says Pizza Hut slash Wing Street. Yeah. At some point, they decided to capitalize on the booming wing market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they decided to basically say we got wings, we got the wings. Fuck Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Fuck Wings. Stop. Yeah. Come to Wing Street. It just never. Do you guys think of Pizza Hut and wings? Yeah, the young I haven't brands. eaten a chicken wing in twenty years, so I don't know. I know what well, I'm talking about. Maybe do you know <laughs> no. what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, and, and no, I don't. I just think love that there was a marketing yes. blitz, and I like this was like going to be a this was gonna, yeah. Someone like said this is going to be an investment. We're going to pivot into the wing business. Yeah. Pivot, like in, you know, for, do you know Friends? <laughs> there's this, there's this scene. I was waiting for you to say pivot, then I was going to do this thing. You know about this this scene in in friends where like the ross is pivoting the one, the one with the one where they pivot the one with the pivot and he like pivots and now it's kind of like a meme even like in politics if someone's like gonna pivot you know to a different idea it's like yeah. oh pivot and then you're like oh the, the ross pivot um, <laughs> should we explain it so they're carrying a couch <laughs> and ross is trying to explain they're kind of stuck in the stairway and he's trying to explain that the only way to get it around this corner is if they pivot and so they're getting pivot. stuck and he keeps yelling pivot and then they get annoyed with him for yeah. yelling pivot. And you can use it in any context with pivoting now. It's great. Um, Sing Street. So as I mentioned, I'm kind of a... Hamil- Actually, I have to... <laughs> before we get to Sing Street, yeah, I have one more Pizza Hut thing. Oh, great. Because um, I was told recently that there are certain people that listen to the podcast just for the side stories about Hannah. And so recently <laughs> Hannah noticed something These about the Pizza oh, yeah. Hut logo. Uh-huh. Now, without looking it up, can you picture the Pizza Hut logo? Yes. What is it? It's uh like a it looks like a hat, like a like yeah. a witch's hat, like a right. red witch's hat. But that's the roof of the Pizza Hut. It used to all be red. Dan, are you picturing this also? Yeah, yeah, this sounds. Good. I'll draw it. Um, and like, and then when they updated it, they just made it a little more sleek. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like a little red. It's the roof. It's like a red roof in kind of. Right, except it really looks like a hat. Pizza, pizza hat. hat. Is that a thing? Right. Pizza. It looks like a little. Okay, what you just drew 
looks like a great roof. Let me see that. <laughs> the Pizza Hut logo is just a hat. It does look it's like just a the hat. words Pizza Hut it's a sombrero. with a hat. Yeah. Yes. There's nothing roof like about it. So Sing Street. <laughs> Anyways, go look it up. It's a pizza hat. They should call this restaurant Pizza Hat. What's, uh, what's up with Sing Street? So, as you know, I, I ride with Hamilton, and Lynn Manuel was nominated for an Oscar this Miranda? year. Miranda? Uh, Miranda. Mm-hmm. Um, nominated for an Oscar this year for a song from Moana. Very good song. Uh-huh. And if he won that, he would get the EGOT because he already has the E, G, and T. Uh-huh. And he also has the Pulitzer, so they, they were calling it the Pigot. Oh, yeah. And also, like, the MacArthur Genius, so they were calling it a Mac Pigot. So he was about to go for a Mac Pigot. Uh-huh. Um, and I looked at what else was nominated. So I was really big into this category this year, you know, best song. Right. It was against two La La Land songs. Uh-huh. At that point, I didn't know I loved La La Land. I was, so I was kind of... Yeah. I, I thought La La Land would win, but because there was two songs, maybe they'd split the vote. Maybe Trolls would come in. Justin Timberlake was nominated. Anywho, in all my research, I found on Twitter a lot of people were upset because there was a song from Sing Street that did not get nominated. This was like the snub. You know, it's kind of the dark web to talk about like the snubs of best song in the Oscars. Sure. In the Oscars. Yeah. But I suppose it was a great song. And then I read about the movie and it actually seemed like a pretty good movie. Um, I don't know what if you can read about it. But, but it's probably, yeah, you know, we haven't actually read any synopsis yet today. Well, um, so far, most have just been jokes. jokes. But th- this one, <laughs> this one I actually put on there because it could be an interesting movie to watch. Okay, so this one came out last year, obviously. In 1980s Dublin, a teen whose family is falling apart transfers to a tough school where he forms a rock band to fit in and win a girl's attention. That sounds like the story of Paul Hewson. Bono for our listeners. That, mm. Yeah. He actually has so, his haircut, too. Maybe it's oh. just a story about Bono. I'd um, watch that. Yeah. So I thought, I thought that could be pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, see what that song everyone talks about is. Matt's a big Bono fan. Alex, well you go both ways. I like uh, the earlier stuff. <laughs> Before <laughs> they got sure. big. You have another movie on here that I think might be a serious ad. Yeah. 2014's A Long Way Down. A Long Way Down, I loved the book. This is one of my favorite books I've ever read. Um, it's a Nick Hornby book. Who wrote High Fidelity about a boy. Juliet. Um, Juliet. Uh, he wrote High Fidelity about a boy? <laughs> he wrote that about a boy. He wrote Fever Pitch. Um he wrote Fever Pitch about a soccer team. Yeah. There was an actual movie that... Uh, then the other Fever Pitch came out. Yep. Um, I was, so about a boy, like... I, or what, what are we talking about? Long Way Down? Yeah. Great book. Uh, I don't know if the movie is supposed to be any good or not. All right. That should be added. This this seems like another potentially serious ad. There's a lot of serious. Give me some credit here. <laughs> uh, I've written these down, but nothing has been serious so far. What? Those last two were serious. Oh, okay. How about Blair Witch Project? That is the movie... That I pretend I've seen because mm. everyone has that movie. Yeah, and like of course I've seen Blair, which everyone I've saw. I pretend Blair, I should have seen it before yeah. as well. Um, and it was especially at that time. It was like you know cool to have seen that movie, critically acclaimed. Uh, I've never seen it. Alex? Have you seen it? I was in Israel that summer. I missed it. I missed. Wow, the none of us have ever seen I the missed... Blair Witch Project. Wow, and it totally doesn't matter anymore. It totally doesn't matter because half of it was just pretending that it was real. I still yeah. don't even know what the what was that the thing. It was not actually. It's like catfish, right? You see catfish. It was like, it's impossible to do this anymore. Like, the last person that tried it was uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yes. <laughs> Can you think of anyone other than Joaquin Phoenix who's tried to, like, pull a, like a, a ruse in, this, in the internet age? Kind of Sasha Baron Cohen, but not, I mean, you know, mm. in terms of, like, he got on some actual news programs in character. But I guess True. that's a little different than, like, the marketing. Like, the marketing yeah. behind this was a ruse. All um, right. So I think we should throw that on there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, I know you've seen Drinking Buddies. Drinking Buddies is just 
Anytime I'm trying to find a movie, I want a movie that's like Drinking Buddies. Same thing. Drinking Buddies yeah. is just a perfect Netflix movie. You seen it, Alex? I've never seen it, uh, although it's come up many times because we've seen a couple movies that are like. Yeah, you this. tease me a lot. You sometimes like yeah. have you. You don't even talk about. It. You're just kind of like, oh, Drinking Buddies, and eh, keep going. Well, let's Jake talk Johnson. about. It. Let's give it its due. Let's you, give it its due. Give it the hard sell. This is it. Play the music. Give all us right. the hard sell. On this we don't one. have music for the hard sell yet, but I could write some. The thing about Mumblecore that's great is they like tap into like very real vulnerable emotions, right? So you're watching a Mumblecore and you're like, this feels like too real. The problem with Mumblecore is sometimes they sort of wander and nothing happens. This is like the best parts of Mumblecore, but just like a little tighter and a little more polished. Do you, are, you, are you a Jake Johnson fan? I nothing you should be. I like an oh. everyman. I like a vessel. I like to just put I on the Jake Johnson love, pants and Matt and I both. You love Jake Johnson, right? Love him. Anything, anything he's in. Yeah. I'm Did you guys see Let's Be Cops? Uh, no, even though I like both of them, but I'll see it. Do you watch New Girl? I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't. New Girl might be one of the most underrated sitcoms of the of the last five. Or so years. underrated that it's become overrated. I guess possibly, it's but the not love actually. Alex- New Girl is the love actually of sitcoms. Like in the way that guys are like, you know, like Love Actually is actually my favorite rom com, chick flick thing. But then it's actually really good. New Girl has become that where it's okay to like it. Yeah, almost. It's, it's so also far it's just called New Girl because it stars Zoe, but but it has three males as the other yeah. leads. Three it's, to four. Three to four. Yeah, depending on where Damon Wayans Jr. is. Um, okay. Creep? 2014's Creep? It's a Duplass joint. Uh, and, oh, weird. And it's it's a horror movie, I think, that stars what? him. Oh, you're right. I've realized over the last few years that in my head, I always, like, I'm amazed at how, you know, critically acclaimed and enjoyed all these Duplass movies are. They mm-hmm. all come out and they're great. And then I realized I just follow Mark Duplass on Twitter. So it's just that he retweets, like, all the good things about his movies. So this movie, Creep, like, in my head, this is like a, it's going to win all these awards. Yeah. And then, you re- and then it kind of a bust. But I've yeah. seen so many tweets about, like, oh, Creep, they did it again. The Duplass guys did it again. Um, did you watch their HBO show? Uh, yeah, Togetherness. It's great. Yeah, it's great. I like Togetherness a lot. I don't watch their animation one. Animals. Animals. Just got re- second season's coming out. Yeah. You watch that? I watched one episode. I really liked it. Animals? I love that minimalist, like, yeah. crazy, like, yeah, yeah. dialogue-driven. But but I, Creep could... I mean, I, I at least want to put it on a list, because it's... I don't think I'll ever see it, but... I didn't you know. know it existed until just now. Oh. And then, let's not watch it, but you can just retweet the next tweet you see I'll just retweet it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Everything he does is, is so beloved on his Twitter. So... We should talk about the last movie in your queue. <laughs> What's the last movie in my It's queue? Casa de Mi Padre. Okay, so, Casa wow. de Mi Padre. I, uh, I'm on the East Coast, so I had to fly out here, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty tired. I haven't slept that much. And I would, I would not mind a two-hour nap if you guys want to, you know, watch a movie and I can just, you know, it's relax, a bit. go to sleep. He's got a bit. <laughs> um, because that, that is probably the worst movie I've seen possibly in my life. You're it probably was, the reason that I still haven't seen it. Yeah. I almost time, want to watch it with you guys. You watch it because you heard us origi- like talking. No, no, about I'm it? the OG. No, the, when we first almost when we almost it, watched it in my yeah. episode, I immediately got text from Dan that was like, "Thank God you didn't watch it. It's the worst movie ever." Um, I did fall asleep the one time I saw it. It's like it's Will Ferrell trying to do something. I'm still not not sure what he's trying to do. He's not the only so person that, I, that can identify with that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn. Do we have a list? We do. <clears throat> What's on it? It's hard to decipher what's real and what's not. <laughs> we live in a post-truth world. So. <laughs> I will, I'll mention them all and we can... Uh, yeah, let's talk about them. Yeah. All right. First up, we have Finding Dory. 
Although you said that not, you, yeah, that's a that's a real movie I want to see, but not with. <laughs> and it's also a real movie on Netflix. Netflix it's has on, new. Yeah. It's got new movies. Finding new, Dory is on Netflix. Yeah, and yet Notting Hill's not. I mean, come on, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Oddly worked. For me. Um, we've got a movie called Paradox for no other reason than. <laughs> but I love paradoxes, and if it's a movie that's about paradoxes, maybe it's cool. We'll leave it on. We never even like read the description yeah. for it because I just assumed maybe it's it was like there's three like a Monty Hall problem. Maybe it's all about just there's three doors and do you switch? Do you not switch? I don't know. Yeah, let's read. Can you at least read about it to see if if we be. It, Paradox 2016, when a scientist from a team working on a time travel project manages to leap one hour ahead, he returns with some shocking news. It was actually just daylight savings. <laughs> uh, this one's like a Rotten Tomatoes first. Proceed with caution. Let's, yeah. uh, let's check the tomatometer on that one. Okay. We've got... Um... We've got 1999's Blair Witch Project, which somehow we all managed <laughs> None of us to have avoid. seen. Yeah. I think uh, we got to keep that on there. None of us have seen it. That's, yeah. that's why we do the show, boys. Uh, we've got a movie called Sing Street, which is could also be called the Bono The Bono movie. story. I think we leave it on there. It's, bon, it's the actually, Bonopic. It's supposed to be pretty good. We have a movie called The Giver, based on Danny's favorite book as a Did you not? Writer. I mean, did you not like The Giver? I don't remember. Oh, man. I was, again, like... It was that and Ender's Game. Those were probably the two best kind totally. of childhood books. We've got a movie called Creep, which yeah. is a Duplass movie. Which it's a Duplass joint. If you're following the Duplass Twitter feed... <laughs> Throw it on there. I want to check Tomatometer on that one. More just to see if he's, you know, if he's full of it when he says how good... We have a little are. thumbnail sketch of a Pizza Hut logo. Could order that for lunch. <laughs> Take a look. All right. Work through this. You, uh, you wrote Ocean's Eleven on here, but that was just a tease, huh? I would like the Tomatometer on a few of these. Yeah. Um, Paradox has no critic rating and a 25% audience score. Mm, but does it? Why does it have no critic rating? Is it a divide by zero thing? <laughs> I don't I mean, is it, is it a zero uh, out of something or is it a, an NA? It's nothing. Okay. It's just nothing. So it could be good. 25%. That's not bad for the Tomatometer. Uh, how about Creep? Let's see if Duplass... 96%. No. How many Duplass brothers are there? They voted... <laughs> Keenan Ivory Duplass, Marlon Duplass, Sean pretty, Duplass. That's, 96%? That's pretty high. But how about audience? Mark, this, 64 audience. Yeah, see? Because everyone loves Duplass. They want to get in his good side. So like, oh, we liked that one. Uh, audience of 64. I'm a little hesitant about that one. But 96. Let's keep that on there. Yep. Okay. Um, Sing Street. 96%. Ooh. 93 audience score. Oh, wow. That's, that's Sing Street is a feel-good musical with a huge heart and irresistible optimism. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like La La Land. That's not what we needed this time. No. Yeah. Cross that Sing Street. <laughs> You've got uh, the pen. Blair Witch Project. 86 tomato, 55 audience. Ooh. So we're down to Paradox, Creep, Blair Witch. That's it? Oh, this got ugly quickly. <laughs> Think we should watch... We're the, finding Dory. I think we should watch the Blair Witch Project. It kind of seems like we have right? to. Okay. It's, none of us have seen none it. None of us have seen it. No, this is great. We've all faked our way through it. I want to set the mood a little bit. I mean, bit. have you told anyone that you've seen Blair Witch Project? No, because I always found that like it was a good story. Like I was literally oh. out of culture. I was removed from yeah. culture for some Your identity is that you, you actually like that you haven't seen Blair Witch. It's like, it gives <laughs> you an edge. Kind of, yeah. Ooh. Um, but seeing it... Do you it's wanna- time to dull those edges. We're hey, gonna, we're gonna. We should see Blair Witch Project. We should watch Blair Witch. Project. Yeah, we should totally watch it. Yeah. It's the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> it is totally sunny outside. Yeah. Uh, all right, our audience is gonna hear the trailer for Blair Witch Project, and we're gonna go watch it. 
I just want to apologize to Mike's mom and Josh's mom and my mom. I am so, so sorry because it is my fault because it was my project. Three missing Montgomery College students continues in Frederick County tonight. Ten days and thousands of man hours have been unable to produce any clues. We have a few leads, a um, few other options we want to take advantage of and just try to put together some, uh, some pieces to this puzzle. Do you believe the occult may be involved in the disappearance of your son? I'm so scared. We're back. We're back. Oh wow, we did the trailer live. You guys, so you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. Blair Witch. We've seen it now. We've seen it. Ooh. Spoiler alert: It's good. It was good. I, it was I, scary. It was scary. Uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, we'll we'll get into it, but I'm glad we're watching it at like 3 p.m. in LA because I, I think yes. that could be legitimately scary to I'm watch. I'm glad we're watching it as men in our mid 30s on a on a weekday afternoon. I was wondering afternoon if you guys would be scared. I, the I thought there screen. was a couple a couple solid solid scares, but it's mostly like the slow burn. Yeah. So there was times I wanted to be snarky about it. And yeah. And like, I, and I kept thinking, yeah, there's of like, plenty of time for you to be snarky about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. But, but, but it was actually pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. it was kind of scary. And you know that it's fake. Yeah. And yet there's times that they do a pretty good job. Really uh, good job. Mr. Bogdanow, Daniel Bogdanow. Yeah. Let's uh, recap the plot for the listeners. Yeah. Let's recap the plot. So, Matt, you want to start? Yeah, it's three. It's three. Uh, either high school or college you kids. It real quick. It's three teenagers. Josh, Josh, Mike, Mike, and Heather, and Heather, and they are making a documentary about this fictitious witch. Big and, Orioles fans. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk the, about that in a little while. Maryland. They go into the woods. They it's are a documentary. Yeah, I said that. Sorry. Keep your head in the game. The You're thinking about Cal Ripken. <laughs> hey, Doug. They plan to spend basically like two days in the woods to find this gravesite and they end up getting really lost they lose their map follow the compass they just keep going follow the compass follow the compass compass. they can't follow the water they end up there for like five or six nights and eventually weird stuff starts happening weird shit happens one of them disappears the movie ends that's it, right? And and the movie is yeah. is basically them like losing their sanity in the woods, and it goes from fun and games, much the way we wanted to be snarky in the beginning, and by the end we were just. Josh kept talking seats. about a, a filtered reality. He he got the video <laughs> camera and he said, "Oh, this is this it's is a, trippy. This is a, a filtered uh, what do they say in True Detective? It's a flat circle. Yes, time, time is a flat time circle. Is a flat circle. Yeah. and life yeah. is a filtered. There was reality. some true detectiveness in the little twig. Yes, yeah, string. Yeah, that was weird. Like the that Blair Witch would finding. just kind of steal that from such a popular HBO show. Um, yeah, but the uh, the shaky cam found footage style still yeah. felt pretty unique and effective yes. to tell the story. I was expecting it to feel kind of nauseating. And it didn't at all. What was the most inauthentic parts, I guess, for you? It I just... found it so believable. I mean, there were tiny things that were unbelievable. Yes. And it was mostly just that they would still be filming. At a certain point, you'd be like, 
not only would you stop filming, you'd fucking ditch the cameras, yeah, ditch all of your excess baggage, and just. I'm glad go. she said because because at one point it was obviously she shouldn't. She said no, you know we have to for the movie. Well, the whole yeah, kinda, the most believable parts to me was every time they said, "Why are you still filming?" Turn <laughs> the fucking like that. Like the more yeah. they said that, the more I'm like, "Oh yeah." yeah. Just- every time they swore at each other, it felt really authentic. We also saw this documentary, one of the first episodes we ever did for Clearing the Cube called Cropsy. Did you ever listen to that episode? It's the first thing Daniel? I wrote down. Of course, was, I this feels like Cropsy. That, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, rather, Cropsy totally yeah. tried to. Well, and Cropsy. Oh, now that you watch this. Well, the thing is, Cropsy was a documentary that we ended up being kind of underwhelmed by. And this was not a documentary, but we wanted Cropsy to be this. Yeah. Well, it's easier to make this when it's not real. Right. You know, totally. Have three characters yeah. die in the end. Um, uh, do you want to know how much this was made for? Do you want to guess? Um, nineteen ninety nine or so. <sighs> we saw one other movie on Clearing the Queue that was made for less money, and that was Primer, which was made for three thousand dollars. I was going to guess like twenty for this. Fifty thousand dollars. Sixty thousand. Mm. Okay. Do you want to know how much it made worldwide? Four trillion dollars. I would say it made. It was really popular that summer. I would say it made a hundred thirty million worldwide. It made two hundred forty eight oh million God. dollars worldwide. But so. no money in Israel. Right, you, you did not go see it in Israel. No, no, <laughs> you know? didn't make no it. Do you wish you had now? Well, as was a funny. At the year time, <laughs> this year in, in Israel was big. Was the pop music was big there, and then went to America. So we heard Mambo Number no. Five first <laughs> in Israel. <laughs> so you guys got Blair Witch. Came here. You got Blair Witch. Yeah. But we got Lou Bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was at summer camp that summer, and I specifically didn't see it, but I remember some of my friends did, and they were like terrified of being in cabins in the summer camp for the whole. Yeah. Um, so, watching that. so not much took it, took you out of it. Um, it did feel very authentic. Yeah. What? How long did it take you to start thinking about cell phones and GPS? Uh, the very first thing, I, yeah, the very yeah, first I mean, scene. You're like, just call somebody, and but they couldn't. I looked. Verizon does have coverage in Burkittsville, Maryland. Okay, that's good, good coverage. Okay, good, now they good. now they do. Uh, that's true. I like when they 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 walk and they see the same log they had already seen, and, and they just keep saying it's it's not the same log. It's not, and I just keep thinking it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> and then she goes, "It is the same log." It <laughs> also, right same. before that, they literally used the phrase "crossing streams," which I thought was mm. funny. She's like, "I hate crossing streams." And there was and also was a like, mention of slime. Man. There was also a mention of slime. <laughs> yes. yes. Do you think that was had to be like that was America's only reference to like a supernatural like maybe? Like, oh, I have that in my notes. I said it looks like slime, and then I said Ghostbusters. And I was maybe going to make a reference to like all female Ghostbusters, but you know we already covered that. But yeah, they specifically saw the slime. I mean, I think, I think they had to do that. Shout right, out. It, they should reboot this with two women and one man. <laughs> really invert the uh, paradigm yeah. here. I think what 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 made it feel real is the first guy missing was Josh, and he was actually kind of the second main character. I think it went probably like Heather, Josh, Mike. right? So since Josh went missing, it actually felt more real because totally. in most movies, like the mo- least important Mike character would have been disappear. missing. Yeah. I, I thought about that. So as I thought well. that was pretty cool. Um, and I mean, we have to shout out Doug Warner, but. So when they completely lost it at the end, again, this took place in 1994, supposedly. Yes. And ah. the guy started realizing he wasn't going to see Cal Ripken break the all-time games, oh, consecutive games record. Such a good touch. He goes like, 2,100, you know, 2,100. Yeah. Mutters it, yeah. yeah. Muttering and then it. he goes, Cal Ripken is king! And it's like, I mean, where is, where is our boy Doug? And it, it, to me, it reminded me of, in we talked about Lost earlier, and this had, this had some Lost in it, because they were literally Lost. But also, like, in Lost, there's that, like, really awkward Red Sox reference early yes. on. And the Cal Ripken part reminded me of that. Like, we were like, yeah, okay, baseball, that's our, yeah. that's how we know what year it is, basically. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, Tribe Called Quest, that new game just came out. <laughs> this is really Did you see that new movie with uh, Julia Roberts that just came out? <laughs> 
I have a sort of thought experiment I'd like to go on, which is like this movie, it, it feels like there are a number of reasons that this movie couldn't happen now. Number one is the cell phone thing. Number two is the marketing around it. Just the internet would just immediately be like, this is a hoax. And yet also the internet has made it so much easier to spread hoaxes. In 2017, is there potential for a movie coming out that there's any question about whether it's real or not? Mm. Okay. Uh, one of the most interesting... Let me hear, reframe what something that actually happened. And that was the Malaysia aircraft thing that disappeared. It's like one of the, the last actual mysteries yeah. that yes. we can actually mm. point our finger to. So like, maybe we make a movie about the black box that gets discovered from the Malaysia airplanes. Wow. Or we... Yeah. Yeah, maybe the next Madagascar movie. <laughs> All of a sudden, they find the box because I think that's where some of the stuff might be. Or the, the Penguins movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Penguins of Madagascar. The Penguins find the box. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> oh. I had a thought towards the end that you never see. I was waiting monster. for a really cheesy scene where you actually see like a shitty monster. Great, it never yeah. came. Totally, yeah. And can yeah. you picture one? I, I, yes. I actually picture what it looked I, like. And I, yeah. Maybe from being parody, or maybe just from our filtered reality that we're living in. <laughs> Welcome um, to the fold. There's one good bit of trivia about the low budgetness, and that they actually the one of the cameras that was rented from Circuit City. They well, that that dates it enough, right? There. Yeah, <laughs> sent it right. back. They actually just got a refund. They basically returned it and got their money back. Oh wow! They filmed it over eight days. So the so they rented wow. the camera, shot with it. Was it the DAT? They kept talking about the DAT. The DAT. And then Dad they returned 500. it. That's great. Well, people did that to Circuit City, and look what happened. You know. Uh, okay, one other thing. <laughs> <They're> that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any other notes. Do you have any? Anybody else got any? Yeah, no. I just were you at any point wishing you were watching Finding Dory? No, um, I kept thinking about Creep because like that was the other horror mm, that we thought of, yeah. and I'm very happy we watched this instead of Creep. And I think that, I think this was good that we watched it. Yeah. So now you have a daughter, so you can, at a certain age when she's ready, recommend this on a slumber party of some sort and tell her that this is real. Yes. Because <laughs> um, here's the thing, like, if enough time passes, if enough, You're time, right. if enough time passes... We're probably in the window. I mean, probably there's a lot You're of right. teenagers right now that have no, I've never heard of this so, movie. Can, yeah. There yes. is a chance for... Wow. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get Doug's daughter. We'll get Scott's daughter. We'll get everybody's daughter together. We'll get everybody's daughter together. And we'll make them watch this, and then we'll like run down at the end and scare the crap out of them. <laughs> Tell them it's real. Yeah. yeah. What's the age? Ten. Ten is. That's Ooh. so mean. Oh Maybe my god. I was going to say like yeah, thirteen, fourteen. Ten before they actually have like smartphones and shit. They're not. Gonna, it's Blair Witch. No, I don't think anyone's going to care about Blair Witch. Practice. That's it. it it'll yeah. fall off the map. People forget. I'm pretty sure it did fall off the map. I, I don't know if. I mean, the map literally, literally fell off into the river. The map. We lost the oh, map. Yeah. You left for the bathroom there, and we're like, "What happened?" I had to the come, one we had to rewatch major it. plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was one thing that happened in the plot, and we had to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all about the map. And at one point, they started singing the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Oh yeah. They were kind of losing it at that point. Um, I did a quick search, and no one. From this crew, whether it was the directors, went on to really do anything of substance. Well, they, Which they is died. crazy because the acting was really good, right? Like, we, we were, I believed that those were three kids. There were a couple th- times yeah. where it was a little, but yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that, that that was, like, you understand why they couldn't have had a career before this, but after. Yeah. One of them reminded me of Aaron Paul. He had, like, oh, a, a Jesse totally. Pinkman fill. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the nothing happened with the other ones. Maybe they really did. That's what I'm thinking. What? That's a okay. And I'm just spitballing here, but what about 
yeah, doing the reverse. What if we make a movie? We tell people it's fictitious, but the the twist is that it is real. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> twist is we actually killed three people. Uh, the twist is the fish actually went to find its uh, kid across the ocean. <laughs> Bruce Willis was alive the whole time. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, let's rate this. In the new rating system or the old? So it's time to switch to the new rating system, I think. What? So Netflix is ditching the star rating system mm-hmm. in favor of a straight thumbs up, thumbs down system. Facebook like, they have to do that? Correct. Oh, I was going to say uh, more like the old Roman Coliseum. They're taking a cue from that. <laughs> Well, you, you like Gladiator. You seem like a Gladiator. I guy. do, but it's just so hard to rewatch. It's so long. It's so. It's just like what part? You know, it's the anti Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. yeah. Like what scene? And it's weird. You, if Joaquin, you were gonna pop into Gladiator, what scene would you pop into? Walking Phoenix, like when he um, unmasks. When he, yeah. And Honestly, when he went on the talk show, like doing a bit as. <laughs> I like the part where Russell Crowe was like um, fighting against the <laughs> the. He's in the Coliseum, and he's having swords. Spartacus! <laughs> no chance Matt's seen Gladiator, right? No. <laughs> yeah, it was good that he... he yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Faked it enough. Um, okay, so just thumbs up or thumbs down, really? Yeah. And no, not two thumbs? Well, collectively, we've got three options. We do have three. We've got but a, it's really be, just a thumbs up or a thumbs down? It's just straight thumbs up. Or it's a like. You're either you're like... Or I was going to give this a four. This seemed like such a solid four, and I can't. I was anymore. even almost thinking about giving it a five, which is crazy. Wow. Going wow. in, I was thinking this is going to be a two-star movie because there's so, yeah, with so much baggage we had to like overcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll yeah. just go first. It's a thumbs, thumbs up. up. I yeah, mean, thumbs it's up. clearly a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. Oh, it's that's so the system. Easy. Oh. So easy. I don't know. I, I don't know if we should do this going forward. That was too easy. Well, Maybe. fine. I'll give it five stars. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'm going to give it. Can I do half? Do we do half stars? Sure. Here? I'm going to do four and a half stars. Alex, <laughs> how many thumbs? I want to. I want to go with thumbs. I'm gonna. I want to okay. s- switch the. How thumbs. many? One thumb. Up? One thumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. One. Great. Thumb. You just got one step closer Two. to clearing, clearing the, the queue. Do 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 do. That was clearing the queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at clearingthequeue, Facebook.com slash clearingthequeue. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. 